Hey, Fairborn. It is uh, Megan Howard, and we are here with uh, Rob Anderson on location from Michigan. Rob, how you doing? Good, Megan. How are you doing? I'm all right. This is episode nine of the Rumor Has It podcast. I am solo in the studio today, um, but that's okay because we're trying something new, which is exciting. And the show must go on, right? The show must go on no matter what happens. That's right. That's right. So we're testing out the call-in feature, which is, I think, pretty exciting. This opens up a whole new realm of possibilities for us, honestly. I tell you what, this could like take us, you know, outside of Fairborn. I was going to say global, but I don't think global is, we're not ready for that yet. We're probably in two states. Two states? Yeah. Two states. Maybe two. Maybe. I think two is probably good. We're at least in two now because I'm in the neighborhood to the north. That's true. That is true. So we're at least in two states. So we've got actually quite a bit to get over. Let's uh, go forward with our kind of an update on what's been going on. We'll do a recap of what happened last weekend. If you had to be anywhere near Fairborn, you were affected by the marathon uh, that started bright and early. I think they opened the gates at, what, 4.30 for people to show up, Megan? Yeah, I mean, I was up at 4 and out of town town by like 5. So the marathon came through town. I'm going to guess first uh, uh, the cyclists or the the Paralympic people came through around, I'm going to say about 8.30. Yeah, Uh, probably. The runners started to trickle through around 9.30. 9, 9.30. Yeah, that's probably about right. And, I'm in, and the so we had a, a wonderful uh, fly zone event like we always do. Kudos to the fly zone committee, Linda Riffle, Debbie Butner, and that group. They really do a great job of hosting people that want to come watch their loved ones. And they had uh, signs you could make. They had downtown was decorated. They really did a terrific job of uh, getting Fairborn ready to show the people who may not get to see it. Yeah, and if uh, anybody wants to see some of those pictures, if they couldn't make it down, their Facebook page is filled with all of the images from the fly zone and everything. Uh, so it was, it was pretty cool. So I thought it was fun to go back and, and see all the signs that people made and the images from the runner. So I encourage people to check that out. And you ran the half marathon, right? Uh, I did. It was. And you finished? I did. Across the finish line and got my medal. And uh, I would love to have told you that I crashed for the rest of the day, but um, I went home and then went to Hairborn. Yeah. So the other thing we had happen on uh, last Saturday was Hairborn, which is the second time we put this event on with our partners at iHeartRadio, WTUE. That was a hair metal extravaganza is the word I'm going to use for it. <laughs> it was, it was it a was, good time. If you like hair metal, we had it going on uh, starting around 3 o'clock. We had Ithaca rocking the house until about 5.35. And then at 5.30, we had a band called, uh, yeah, just the Wrecking Crew. I just threw a blank. It was that the Wrecking Crew. Sorry, I was swept up in all the hysteria of Hairborne. <laughs> the Wrecking Crew then came through in the last band mullet uh, playing all your favorites. If you, if you like that kind of music and weren't there, you certainly missed out. It was a great time. Yeah, I was, uh, so I'm not, I'm not much of a Motley Crue fan. Um, I was, I was pretty young during that era. So I didn't really know what to expect and they were good. They were good. Um, I have to admit that the other two were more my, uh, cup of tea. Um, but that's okay because there were a lot of people who 
I really, really liked the Wrecking Crew. And every time I looked in the tent, I mean, there were just people who were screaming and hollering and just super excited for what they were doing and the music they were playing. So I thought that was pretty cool. It was a pretty lively crowd. It was a really beautiful day. It was a little bit warm, but the sunshine and it was a, I, I think just went off without a hitch. So, yeah. um, you know, the event, again, neither of these two events could be put on without a lot of help from our city folks. We've got police, fire, public works, parks and recreation, um, people from our economic development department, our city manager's office, you and I, there's a ton of uh, city people that help put these things together. And I think it just shows how quality these events are that uh, we, we do a bang up job putting stuff on like this. Yeah. And I mean, it was a long Saturday, but I think it was, it was a really good Saturday. And in fact, I think it was a good Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Fairborn with the, the kind of culmination of the car show. Um, Cause we started off Thursday with the expo and Right. we saw so many runners and, and family members of runners and and other just general uh, local people come through and uh, those four days really really man they were they were an awesome way to kind of highlight Fairborn and I think we did it we did it really well and uh, kudos to all the people who did anything to kind of help get Fairborn um, kind of out there and uh, showing showing Fairborn the best. And uh, I have you know on our list that you know the BW Greenway uh, folks because they do yep. they do something that a lot of people don't know they do. They they clean the highway. They go and they uh, kind of clean up all the trash so the the people who are driving in from other states and other local areas don't don't see the trash along the highway when they're coming in for the marathon. So we want to thank the BW Greenway groups that go and do that and pick up the trash along the highway and make our green spaces look beautiful. Um, and that, that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't ever see, but uh, we'll make sure we thank them as well. Yeah. And along with that, our code enforcement guys take a heavy hit on our heavy look on the folks that are, that are either near the, uh, where the marathon uh, route comes through or where people would come in and out of the city they do a little extra, uh, I don't want to say patrols, a little extra inspections as they, uh, we get closer and closer so that those properties look good and we put our best foot forward. So, uh, yeah, kudos to, to BW Greenway, our code enforcement, and then day of, just everybody that puts us together. I can't say enough good things about them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a, it's just one of those feel-good weekends. Yeah, and then the, you mentioned the car show, the Chamber of Commerce puts on the car show on Sunday. I think they get couple hundred cars that come downtown uh, again another beautiful day for it it was uh, bright sunshine great day if you uh, like classic cars uh, to get out to Fairborn and take a look at those yeah I went to turn on to Pleasant to go home on Sunday and I had to turn around because they had cars all the way on Main Street past Pleasant Avenue wow which I was pretty shocked by because I didn't I don't think they used to go that far so I thought they must have more cars than usual so i thought that was pretty cool for them and they're not really i mean they're they're kind of tightly packed in there too so it's not like they've got 20 feet between cars right there's enough room to, to get around it and look at it but they're stacked pretty closely together so yeah that, that means they had quite a few yeah i mean it was for a brief moment i was like Ugh. but then i'm like no way this is a good thing that i have to turn around because that means that there are enough vehicles that they had to block another street so that they could get them in so 
my irritation quickly passed to excitement. To see Great. even city employees can get frustrated sometimes. Of course, of course. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Absolutely. Uh, when we get closer to our social media meltdown. But So we had a wonderful weekend. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were great uh, showpiece of what Fairborn is and how we can do things. Uh, I wasn't there. We had a council meeting on Monday where we got several projects approved. Yes. Um, one of those uh, stirred up a little bit of controversy on social media, and that's kind of what we'll lead later on, talk about our social media issue. But we have an El Toro coming to Fairborn. We do. Tacos. And yesterday was Taco Tuesday. I mean, it's not officially Taco Tuesday. But apparently yesterday was also National Queso Day, which wow. I should have known and mentioned as well. But yes, so we have an El Toro coming to 1388 uh, East Dayton Yellow Springs Road, which is right across from the Speedway. And kind of where and the- if you, Apparently if you, put that in your, if you put that in your GPS, it doesn't really necessarily come up on the right spot because those addresses are brand new. So I don't think uh, GPS was caught up with uh, what we've done in terms of assigning addresses to those two spots. But it's essentially the corner of Dayton Yellow Springs Road and Trayvon, correct? Correct. Uh, although if you are an Apple user, Apple actually brings it up to the correct location. Just saying. Oh, fantastic. Well, kudos to Apple. They're on top of their game. <laughs> so it's an outdoor. There's also a car wash. Yep. I believe it's going to be part of that. Yep. I don't got much. So time. that'll be essentially the last piece of one developable lot left there, kind of in that area where uh, right back Credit Union and uh, the, used to be the Elder Beerman Distribution Center, and I believe it's Alley Industries occupying that space. Uh, so we're pretty much built out there, and uh, I, you know we've we've uh, there's been a call I think for some more restaurants, some more sit down places. Yeah, uh, this certainly fits that bill. Yeah, it's you know it's not a gas station or hair salon or a vape shop or whatever, right? I mean, so I think it's right. It's positive. It's a it's another place to eat. And it's a new business coming to Fairborn, and it's a local Miami Valley business. So it's, you know, we're kind of staying local with this one too. And somebody can certainly fact check me on this. I believe the owners of El Toro live in Fairborn. I, so, I believe so. Again, we could be wrong. So they're Fairborn people. So there we go. Yeah. Um, and I think this will be more than just a restaurant, if I'm not mistaken, too. I think they're going to use this as a little bit of a, uh, almost like a commissary for their other uh restaurants in the area so it's a little bit bigger than a typical restaurant i think it's in the neighborhood of four thousand square feet which is a very large space uh, but i think they tend to use part of it as, as kind of a commissary for their other restaurants in the area that'll be cool and there's an outdoor patio and there's an outdoor patio which we certainly have a few but you can always use more that's right we also had an arm uh, development some new housing approved on armstrong road as part of the uh city council agenda right megan Yes. Did you want me to talk more about that? I can. If you, <laughs> you probably know about as much of it as I do. <laughs> I, I missed that meeting. So, uh, but we have a developer. I believe it's uh, Oak Tree Development. Uh, Lance Oaks uh, yes. is developing. I think it's 140 lots. Yeah. For new single-family housing, and it is east of Cliffside Drive. Uh, there's about a 40-acre parcel. I believe it is. Uh, that just got approved for some uh, new subdivision. Yeah. And right now, I think the last time we looked, we were averaging almost first and second quarter, I think 70 new homes a quarter right now, which it, uh, 
Do you remember if that's correct? It's, we've had about 100 houses a year. So it's in the neighborhood of 25 or 30 a quarter, I think. Uh, we've bumped that up now because I think we've had a, a little bit of a rush of housing this year. Yeah, I think uh, I know. We've averaged, I know we've had a huge increase, though, this year of new of new single family homes um, per quarter. And I know we were on pa- on pace to surpass the the 100 um, that we typically have had. So I don't know. So we'll know here at the end of this month. We'll have our quarterly report and get an That's update right. on the year. So, I, but I believe you. We've had several new uh, sections of developments and also new developments yeah. approved this year. So Fairborn is a a desirable community. People want to come live. It's a wonderful amenities. It's a you know the houses are you know they're not. We're not talking about uh, small homes here. These are $400,000 plus houses that are being built that are, um, you know, in line with what people want today. Yeah. And I, you know, one of the comments that was made uh, at the council meeting by one of the residents was more of a question of, you know, are we trying to become Beaver Creek? And the mayor made a, a really good statement of, you know, no, no, we're not trying to become Beaver Creek we're trying to remain Fairborn and, but this is Fairborn. We are a city in motion and we are continuing to move forward. And when you move forward comes change and growth and new and progress. So while we are not trying to become these other cities around us, we are trying to remain who we are, but yet move forward in the process. And that, that requires change. And, you know, I think that's, that's important to remember is that, you know, change is hard, period. And there are some people that, that will easily adapt to it. And there are some people that absolutely will stick their feet in the mud and resist uh, with everything they have. Um, So I think we just... You know, we need to be mindful of of both and respect both sides, um, but also realize that in order for us to continue to grow as a community, um, and and growth does not always mean more people. Growth often can mean progress, um, but you know, we in order to continue to grow uh, as a community, um, it does require change. Yeah, and I think the mayor's statement is right. I mean, we've I think, uh, I don't know, there may have been a time at some point in our history where we thought we were going to, uh, we, we compared ourselves to Beaver Creek. And, um, you know, I, I don't think we've done that for the past several years because, frankly, it's apples and oranges. They're, we're different right. communities. Uh, we have a very uh, unique and distinctive downtown. Uh, Beaver Creek doesn't have that. Um, they have some areas that they consider downtown, but they develop differently than we did. And, so we're different communities, and you're right. I mean, we, you know, we're starting to see growth because we're desirable. Yeah. People want to live in Fairborn because of the amenities we provide, because of our parks, because of our schools, because of everything. Um, you know, we're just desirable. So we're trying to manage that growth the best we can and still remain who we are. Right. And I think so I appreciate yeah. the mayor saying that because that's, that's spot on. Yeah, and just because we have four hundred thousand dollar homes or the the perceived or the, you know, upcoming, you know, build of $400,000 homes doesn't, you know, doesn't make us a Beaver Creek community. Um, it just means we're going to have well, no, $400,000 homes. I think it's just a function. It's a function of the market. I mean, Correct. you can't, 
probably build a new home now for much less than that if you're going to put three bedrooms and two bathrooms in it. So Correct. part of that's the economy. I mean, you, to look at the home price is more of a uh, an effect on the market than it is, you know, we're trying to be upscale. These are, you know, three bedroom, two bath homes. I mean, they're not, they're not mansions. They're, you know, right. suburban housing. And that's just the cost of doing business these days. Right. Yep. And great. So I like Fairborn, anything I missed so. from the count. What's that? I said, and I like Fairborn. You know, I like I like who we are, and I like where we're going. And we can still enhance all those aspects of Fairborn. We can still focus on our unique and, and uh, distinctive downtown and build that up, and but still have some new development in other areas, and they can all work together and strengthen the community. Correct. And I don't think we missed anything. I mean, it was a long council meeting, uh, but you know, I, again, it was. Important things were discussed, and um, you know, I think we had 11 people speak, and you know, as pretty much most of the council said, you know, it's always good when when people do speak because um, we get to hear, you know, their thoughts and opinions. So it's always a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's talk. We I don't think we've talked about uh, our cryptocurrency ban. Did we talk about that last time? I think we mentioned it. I think we were in the process of looking at the potential for the ban. I don't know if we had actually done it yet. So two weeks ago, city council adopted a ban on uh, mining of cryptocurrency. And it's a six month more, essentially a moratorium. Uh, so no new developments can happen in the next six months. I wanted to just clarify, we're not looking to ban crypto mining and, and we're also not looking to, if you have a computer and you mine for cryptocurrency at your house, we're not looking to do anything with that. Yeah, good on you. Uh, if you can certainly make that work, please do. We're not, we're talking about large scale, picking up an entire building and setting up an operation to do nothing but mine cryptocurrency. Uh, and I think the reason that we wanted to take this, this moratorium approach is that one, we're not sure we understand it. Um, you know, I, I think I know what cryptocurrency is on a very shallow level. Like, I'm not going to even try to explain what the blockchain is because I'm not sure I could understand that if you talk to me for two hours. Uh, but it's we don't really understand these operations. They can be heavy uses of electricity and water. Uh, they're not necessarily good for the environment. Uh, we want to just take a minute, understand what they are so that we can adopt some regulations around them to make them be good citizens and not just uh, be in a location where maybe they don't fit in with the neighborhood. Maybe they take a building downtown and fill it with servers and it's not really a usable space then as we talk about our unique and, and distinctive downtown. We want people to be there and to be in to go into those buildings. So we don't want one of those things to take over a building downtown and set up shop. And while it may not be a detriment, it's certainly not additive to what's going on down there. Correct. Yeah, you said it very well. <laughs> so we, we just adopted it. Again, it's a six-month moratorium. Uh, we may extend it another six months if we need to. Uh, but again, we're not looking to ban these things long-term. We're just looking to adopt some regulations to help us deal with those. So I'll talk about our crypto crypto ban. Uh, let's, let's look ahead a little bit here. We've got uh, a pretty uh, a big uh, holiday coming up for Fairborn uh, and one that we like to celebrate and, and we kind of think like we own it uh, as it's coming up here in the next month. That's Halloween. Yeah. Um, it'll be here before you know it. It sure will be. So tomorrow, actually, I believe, is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow is actually the first day of fall. 
which is the 22nd. So I feel like fall in Fairborn kind of marks the beginning of Halloween, although Mike Foy has his Halloween stuff out. So I feel like Halloween has already started. So yeah. I, think, I think Mike would have that stuff out year round if he, if we let him. <laughs> he can't wait to celebrate. And if you really, I would say starting now is when his place gets really busy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crowds, we were walking downtown last night and downtown was already busier. And I'm like, it's not even October yet. So it was just kind of crazy. Although I like seeing downtown busy at night. So don't take that the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah. And we've had really, I mean, we've had lots of people, uh, you know, already ask about Halloween. It's always October 31st, six to eight. So we'll get that out of the way. Yeah, so if you're going to trick-or-treat, I believe that's on a Friday this year, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's actually a Monday. So Monday, <laughs> totally. Monday Night Football, we're going to trick-or-treating on Monday. <laughs> Maybe wishful thinking it was on a Friday, I don't know. But uh, we go with the 31st like all the other communities, and most of the other communities right. in our region. Uh, we, we celebrate our trick-or-treat on Halloween Day, and it's from 6 to 8. Um, and we typically get some folks that'll... Uh, we may have a social media meltdown in November uh, talking about our Halloween day, but we'll hopefully not. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. And it's rain, shine, or snow. Like, unless there's an absolute catastrophe, that is the day we do it. Um, so there are, there are other organizations that have trick-or-treating, trunk-or-treats throughout the, the October month. So if... For some reason that day doesn't work for you the school does one there are plenty of church organizations that do trunk or treats um so your child or grandchild or niece or nephew or neighbor kid down the street will have plenty of opportunity to get candy um if the 31st does not work and i would even say if you're holding or hosting a trunk or treat let us know we'll do yeah. our best to share that so if, you, if you're holding an event for uh, children may, that's not on Valentine's Day that uh, might be, uh, you think, suited to fairborn people with a know, We'll certainly share that information and give them every opportunity they can to get candy. Yeah, love to do that. We've uh, we've had some, uh, we advertise a couple of cool things coming up here. Uh, one is our police department is doing what's called a RADS training. And that's R-A-D-S. I may not have enunciated that well. Uh, what's RADS? Uh, rape, aggression, defense systems training so it is basically for females 12 and over um, females only and it is so that they can learn self-defense strategies and tactics um, for uh, any situations they might uh, be in and it will be held at the new fairborn primary Uh, and there is information on the police department uh links on the website as well as uh, their Facebook page. And you said it's free training? Yes, it is free. So you need to sign up. So it's not guaranteed. You probably, uh, did, did I catch that? I was. So there, yeah, it's limited to 20 people. Um, I th- okay. It's not full yet, but I'm sure it will be soon. I will probably share it on our social media here within the next day or so. Um, so I'm, I'm fairly certain once I do that, that it'll, it'll get full pretty quickly. So if, if that's something that you want to want to do, sign up. The police department usually does this once or twice a year, and it's an excellent training. Officer Zink, who is uh, 
uh, still slightly current DARE officer at the intermediate uh, for, for a little bit while longer. Um, he instructs the class um, and he, he does a really good job with it. Um, so, but the class uh, fills up quickly. So sign up as soon so, as you can. So any woman 12 or older that would like to be part of this thing to sign up for it is limited. Uh, so get your registration in. If it's that popular, I think we'll, we do do this, I think, a couple times a year. Correct. So if you missed out on this time, uh, we'll certainly do our best to let you know ahead of time. Next year, so you can sign up for, or maybe later this year, depending if they do it again. Correct. Uh, we want to make sure you get that opportunity. Oh, and speaking, so there is another one I forgot to put on here. There are two more opportunities to do CPR and first aid training with the fire department. Um, we'll have information come out on, I think, our Facebook page tomorrow about that. So if you need CPR or first aid uh, certifications, you can do that through our fire department. The information is on the fire department uh, website or pages on our website. You can uh, go to the fire department tab and you will see the information for that as well. And it is free to get into the class, but I do believe there is a cost to get the uh, certification card. Great. I think that's Great. it. Another, another good service our police and fire department offer. Uh, first aid training, I know a lot of folks need it if you coach sports or do anything uh, with children. You know, a lot of times they require those certifications. So if you're in need of that, it's a good opportunity to get it from our fire department. Yep. And these are certified paramedics teaching the class. So they are uh, they are certainly knowledgeable in first aid and uh, basic and advanced life support. So it would be a good, good training. One the other thing I want to mention is, uh, and again, I've not checked our social media in a day, so we have goat yoga coming up, correct? <laughs> yep, goat yoga is Saturday, although I do believe today is, so today's Wednesday, um, the 21st. I think today was the last day you could register for this one. So we do have another one coming up and we'll post information about the other one, but we have goat yoga on Saturday at Central Park. And we made it, so they, they got enough sign-ups or they're running with this one. We're, we're doing goat yoga. Uh, we are doing goat yoga from what I understand. There were 51 shares on the post from Monday. So there were a lot of people that wanted to yoga with goats. I mean, I would do goat yoga, honestly, but, you know, and it's probably weird if I just show up to watch. Like, they probably don't want that. Like, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a thing or it's not the thing that, uh, a grown man should be doing is showing up to go yoga. Well, you know, you can just walk in the park and just <laughs> happen by the yoga with the goats. I mean, you could do that in a, like a non creepy way. I, I don't know that I could. <laughs> so maybe I'll just uh, have somebody take pictures and I'll witness it from afar. Okay. Or you could just take the next class and Ex right. experience the you know holding a plank or uh, something with a goat on your back right perfect perfect yeah good so that's it for uh, the two things we also have coming up national voter registration day yep that was yesterday so oh, kind of so well no we didn't uh, miss it i mean time to, so yeah. you have time to register yeah the, the last uh, day to register is october 11th so if you uh are not registered to vote and would like to vote, you need to be registered uh, by October 11th. You can do that a lot of different places. Uh, so 
So I'm sure to check the website. Uh, I'm sure the county has an opportunity for you to do that. I believe you can even do it online, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep, you can. So register to vote if you uh, are not satisfied or satisfied with what's going on in government and want to see a change. That really one of the best ways to do that is to vote. So, um, you know, it's your, it's your uh, right as a citizen to vote. So uh, please register and take advantage of that right. Megan, one of the things that I wanted to talk about and give a thanks to is uh, Greg Trout and Fair Creek Church. They had a youth group uh, come through, I believe it was a couple of days ago. It may have even been Sunday night uh, where they came through and did some extensive cleaning and picking up of uh, some things in community park. I do know that their church is doing um, something called, I think it's like give, serve, love. So this might've been their serve week uh, with that. So we do want to, you know, thank them for cleaning and, and helping out with our parks. And we get a lot of questions about, maybe not even questions, but sometimes we get comments of, well, don't we have staff to do that kind of stuff? Yes, we do have staff that, right. you know, clean up our parks and other areas of the city, but uh, Fairborn is a, a large area and we don't have all the staff to, you know, clean every nook and cranny of this entire community. So we do need help. And it's... Yeah. And the thing I want to say about that is, you know, we've got, we have enough staff to maintain what we currently have. Right. Uh, and that's, you know, we have over 750 acres of parkland. Right. Uh, that we have to maintain. Um, we are, you know, we're not overly staffed. So people think that we you know, have all these staff members to do everything. We have enough to keep up with what we're doing. But a project where there's been uh, some things that maybe needs a little extra attention, uh, we have to plan those out in advance or rely on volunteers to help. And we were fortunate enough that Berkeley Church decided to choose that as their serve uh, for their program. So uh, they reached out. We certainly will take all of the volunteer work we can get. And so it was a good opportunity for them to do a good project and to benefit all of Fairborn by doing that. Yeah, and if there's other groups in the community that would like to do that kind of stuff, we are always willing to give you bags and gloves and vests to uh, go out and you know pick up stuff in our parks uh, downtown. Um, you know anywhere that that you would want to get your group uh, to do to do that. So. Just let us know and we can be sure to get you the equipment necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. I want to hit real briefly on ARPA projects just to, to reiterate one we talked about, I believe, in our last uh, episode. It's the small business grants. Uh, we have uh, opened up an application window for small business assistance. That application is located on our website. You have until the end of this month. You have about uh, 10 more days, uh, September 30th. To get your application in, this is for a grant of up to $10,000, offsetting the losses due to COVID. Uh, there are some stipulations, however. You have had to have been in business in Fairborn during the pandemic. Uh, so if you just open your doors, unfortunately, you're not eligible. Uh, but if, or if you opened it really since uh, uh, this year, really, I don't think you'd be eligible for the small business grants. Uh, you have to, but uh, other than that, that's really the one stringent requirement. Everything else, I think, is pretty uh, easily attainable if you've had some losses due to COVID. Uh, we are looking at small businesses here, so we define that as really under 200 employees. So that's a pretty big window there if you've got a company that, that needs some help. 
we have a little bit of assistance for you. Right. And it's a, you know, it's a good opportunity and, you know, we're not asking you to give over your firstborn. So fill out an application and. Yeah, that's a good point. We're not looking to get into your background, all your, you know, we're not looking to pull every skeleton out of your closet just to give you this money. We do, however, need to make sure that it's accounted for appropriately and that it's for an appropriate cause. But again, that threshold's pretty low and uh, we want to give this money to small businesses. We don't want to hold on to it. I want to make sure that we put, get it into the hands of people who need it. Yeah. So no firstborns. So that's all we want to talk about for ARPA. What's that, Megan? I said no firstborns needed. No firstborns needed, although I'm sure there are some folks that would give their firstborns uh, away, but uh, we certainly aren't looking for that. We don't want a bunch of firstborns running around the city building. That they're, they're going. <laughs> although some people probably feel like a bunch of toddlers are up here running things. Right. There have been days I would have given my firstborn to somebody, but eventually you want it back. So. Right. Oh, right. man. Uh, let's talk about construction projects. Uh, Megan, I've been away for a few days. Is Maple Avenue finished? Oh, no. Maple Avenue's not finished. And we, In fact, people have been talking about Maple Avenue. Yeah. Oh, goodness. The, uh, and I want to clear up misconceptions. Maple has not been closed for three years. Uh, we've not closed Maple at all. There's traffic flowing on Maple this entire time it may have only been one direction we didn't close the street i think i want to make sure that people understand that we did not close maple uh we've at times closed portions of it to do work but they've been in the day numbered in days not in uh, months uh, and certainly not years so i want to clear up that misconception first but we are making some a good push if the weather is as nice there as it is here i think they've probably been out doing some work to try to finish that up and all the curb work is finished on the east side I believe all the driver approaches is probably done by now uh, it's just doing the finishing touches on that work and then doing the pavement right yeah and i believe they are going to start milling around october 1st and great from my understanding once they start doing that it's going to go pretty quickly and uh, again we're not going to give away any uh finite date of <laughs> when they'll be done but we've been told Sometime in October, the project will be uh, completed, and um, then we'll uh, we'll move on to something else. But yeah, thank you for saying that the road hasn't been closed for three years because that has been a topic of conversation lately. And while this has been a three-year project, it's also been a two-phase project that has uh, encompassed three years. Um, and it is a, right. a long stretch of road that has been worked on. Uh, and, you know, the first half, one side was closed while they were working on it with the other side open for travel. They closed the other side. The other side was open for travel. When that side was finished, then they moved on to the southern side. And again, we've always been able to travel on Maple Avenue uh, minus a couple days. And, you know, we could have done this project years apart. So we could have done the first phase of Maple uh, and finished it like we did last year, waited four years, and then did the other section of Maple. Uh, to me, that would have just made it worse. I think people would have been like, oh, my goodness, you just tore up the first end. What are you doing back here now? Right. Uh, we decided to do it back to back because it made sense to do it that way. The funding lined up the way we did it. Uh, we have federal money involved some state money involved in these projects. So we have to go when the money's available. Uh, it lined up, the money became available in back-to-back -back years. 
so that when the first phase of maple was done, they continued and did the second phase. Right. Uh, that helped for continuity's sake. It helped with the contractor. It really made the project. Yes, it drug it out for three years instead of a year and a half, uh, but it made the most sense to do it that way from a funding standpoint and from a logistic standpoint. Correct. And it, so that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it will all soon be over. We have less, I'm going to say less than a month. I'm going to go on a limb and say it's going to be early October. Man, all right. Now, your, definition, your definition of early and my definition of early is two different things. Uh, but if all things, if things keep going the way they are, if they start to mill uh, around the first part of October, it will go quickly from there and we should be finished in the month of October. All right. So you're saying like around the 20th area. I'm just going to say it. It's probably going to come back to bite me in the butt, but I'm going to say it. Uh, but, you know, again, I could be wrong. I've been wrong on a lot of things and I'm sure there's somebody on the internet that'll point that out. Probably. What, as, how does the saying go? You know, the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Yeah, uh, it'll absolutely. be it'll be done. All right. So I'm still going to stick with by October 31st. I am. I'm terrible. Oh, at, that'll be the official. Yeah, that's the official word is October 31st. I, I'm, I'm terrible at the whole, uh, you know, betting game and gambling. Uh, it's you know, I always lose. So I will stick with October 31st because it gives me plenty of days to be within the window. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Good. Um, if you've been by the high school, uh, really follow the high school social media. They've been getting some really cool aerial photographs about oh projects gosh. that are going up. Yeah. Uh, Mark Rickard, I think, is the one that does that Busy Bee Aerial Photography, uh, does those photos for them, and it's really cool to watch that project happen uh, and looking at the aerial view, and they really are going fast. Yeah, it it is it's amazing. I drive by there maybe twice a week and I swear another building is up or so it feels the second time I drive by they are they are making some major headway. And so that is not technically supposed to be done until the class of 2024. Uh, so I believe the summer of 2024 uh, coming up out of the fall when the kids go back to school. Right. is when they anticipate uh, getting that school occupied, uh, which means that, you know, this is once they get the walls up, then the real hard work starts with all the interior, putting all the electric, HVAC, plumbing, all that is still going to have to happen. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's they have a ways to go, but man, being able to see those buildings come up and be there is just really cool to see. Yeah. And I think that's what's exciting, right? I mean, you know, we pass these levees and then it's hard because sometimes it's, you don't you don't often see the fruit of you know the labor and it's just really neat right. to, to see that and you know just to see it happen this quickly is is pretty exciting i think for the community and and to know that that this is what um the hard work is going towards and this is what the the schools said that they were going to do with it and um right. you know it's they're essentially putting their money where their mouth is. And um, the primary and the intermediate are immediate proof of that. And they are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful buildings. And I cannot wait for the high school. May I tell you, I had the opportunity to attend the intermediate building ribbon cutting. Uh, and I had not been in the building until uh, last week when they did the ribbon cutting. And my goodness, what a phenomenal building that is. It's just having been in the old 
uh, intermediate school and then the old primary school. Uh, it's night and day different. It's, it's yeah. inexplicable, really, uh, how good those buildings are. Uh, and I really need to thank the citizens of Fairborn for agree- for passing the levies that made those buildings possible. Yeah. You know, you know they're, they're your buildings, and so you wanted you uh, bought into the need that uh, our students need quality buildings to get a quality education, and that these are certainly proof of that. Absolutely. I mean, we we as citizens need to take pride in the fact that you're right. I mean, they are our buildings as a community and we need to, to be proud of the fact that they are this amazing and they are state of the art facilities for our students and our children to learn, play and kind of grow up in. Uh, and I couldn't be prouder of our schools. I couldn't be prouder of the administration and just the teachers that are in those buildings day in and day out doing uh, just the best that they can for our students. Yeah, well said, well said. Um, I can't improve on that, so let's move on. <clears throat> we have some other construction projects. We are gas station central right now. Uh, the marathon station at DYS and Kaufman is coming along nicely, as well as Casey's. They may be done and by the time you get back. Really good. What's that? They may be done by the time you get back. <laughs> uh, Casey's might be. Uh, honestly, <laughs> they might be done by the time we get back. Uh, but... So those are going well. Sheets have had a little bit of a delay on their end, so they're yeah. yet to go to the planning board. I think they're shooting for next month uh, to get approval at the planning board, uh, which is really the step one in the process. If you've listened to our government office podcast, uh, the reason that we mention the planning board is a lot of times when you have developments, that's where it, does, it starts. Uh, there's usually an approval that's needed before you can build something like that. That has to get a zoning approval. It has to go through a formal process. And that's done by a citizen board called the planning board. Uh, and it's uh, five people, seven people. Uh, I should know this, but I don't. Uh, sure. It's a group of uh, citizens that are appointed by council to listen to these types of cases. And then they make a decision. They are working with staff and the applicants to put together really the best development we can. So that's why we mentioned planning board, uh, just a little FYI. Uh, if you're like, why do they keep mentioning who's this planning board they talk about? Uh, that's your uh, government uh, volunteers at work. Yep. We have a lot of volunteers, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, the planning board is a, you know, we always need people to serve on boards and commissions. And when we put out those, those requests for people to do that, people are always like, well, I don't know if I want to do anything like that. A uh, planning board is a good board to be on, uh, as well as the Board of Zoning Appeals. It's probably one of the most active boards. Uh, but they are volunteers, uh, people that, you know, live in the community, that uh, work in the community. They, you know, they really want to do what's best for Fairborn, and uh, they get to approve or, or work with the applicants on projects like TCs and sheets and um, marathons and things like that. It's just a, it's a good board. Yeah, and if, you know, somebody wants to be involved with their local government but doesn't want to necessarily run for council, that's a huge step to – I want to be involved to maybe I run for city council. You know, this is a good kind of introduction is to volunteer on one of our boards or committees. And you can see a, an entire list of all those boards and committees on our website and, you know, see which one uh, might interest you. There's, there's a bunch of different boards and committees that you can volunteer to be a part of and uh, just kind of see how things function and see what the, you know, overall, 
day-to-day operations are and and how we do things here and, and really what goes on within the um, aspects of your local government. Uh, and then, you know, maybe after doing that, if, if you're wanting to, to do more and get more involved, you know, you can, you know, then run for council. That's not necessarily a pathway, but that's certainly a, a good kind of get your feet wet option. And I would say if you're listening to this podcast, you like podcasts. Yeah. And if you can stand to listen to my voice for another podcast, uh, we do the Government Ops Podcast, which is in season two, and we're slowly rolling out the episodes on season two. Uh, but season one does a really good job of kind of giving you the background of different departments in the city, who's responsible for what. Yeah. Um, it's really good information to know if you have questions uh, about how the city operates. That's a really good podcast to listen to. Yep. Agreed. Look at me cross-promoting. Look at you. Uh, so the one thing I want to talk about before we sign off is uh, we don't want to have a social media meltdown this uh, episode, uh, but I do want to talk about social media etiquette, yeah. particularly when you're interacting with the city's page. Megan is our uh, social media administrator, essentially. Uh, you do a great job of administering our social media, but talk about some of the etiquette things that you'd like people to know as they make comments or uh, maybe get into a uh, – a conversation, if you will, with somebody else on one of our posts. Yeah, look, I, I appreciate uh, all the comments we get. Um, I would much rather have comments and conversation happening on our page than me literally just posting information out into the void. So please know that I always, always, always uh, enjoy the interaction back and forth because it's social media. And uh, in order for me to be social, uh, I have to have others to be social with. So thank you, first off, for the interaction back and forth. With that being said, there are <laughs> there are there are things that um, help make an experience for uh, others a little bit easier and maybe even more pleasant when you interact with a page. Um, and look, I get this is uh, the United States. We are free to say whatever we want. We have the freedom of speech. And um, because we are a local government, we are kind of bound by different rules than private organizations and other uh, pages where we, we can't simply delete comments because we don't like them. So I just ask that you please be respectful with each other. Um, and I realize that respect uh, is kind of a objective. It's a two-way street. Right. It's, it's a two-way street. Um, but please be respectful. Please be kind with each other, to each other. Um, because I, I've seen in recent days uh, some disrespectful things. And again, I get tensions are high sometimes and, you know, maybe somebody's having a bad day, but just be mindful of the things that you say and how you say them to people. Um, realize that arguing with somebody online is not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to continue the argument and uh, arguing about something that has zero to do with what the post is about um, is not beneficial and it does not help the post at all. It does not help the content uh, at all. And depending on what the content is about, it could be detrimental to, uh, you know, whatever it is we are trying to communicate. Um, 
So that's an interesting point, Megan. Expound on it a little bit. So you mentioned, and you know this better than anyone I know. There's an algorithm that Facebook uses, and I understand they continue to modify the algorithm. But typically, when you have a post, you need to kind of stay on topic, right? Um. So yeah, and I guess where I was going necessarily with that comment is, so say I tag a business in a post and somebody starts arguing within the post below and it has zero to do with the business. And you know, that, that business can see every comment that is in that post because they're tagged in it. That, that can say more about who we are as a community than anything else. Um, Another example is when we make uh, posts about our events and I tag the band or I tag somebody associated with that event and comments are made that have absolutely nothing to do with that event. And people start arguing about things that have absolutely nothing to do with that event. Again, that says more about the community and about people and it just, it, we're not helping ourselves when we do that kind of stuff. So I, I guess I'm just asking the people be mindful about what they say online, you know, be, be intentional. Um, and I've always said this when I've taught social media courses and workshops, you know, our influence online uh, goes a lot farther than we realize. And it can be, right. it can be used positively or negatively. And um, let's, let's make sure that our influence that, that we use is always done in a positive way and um, make sure that we are always being respectful. So know that I tolerate and I will moderate a lot of things on our page. Um, and there are certain things that we are legally allowed to delete but those are very, 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 very small. Um, and they have to fall within a very, very small criteria. Um, and we've been accused of allowing bullying on our page. Um, however, that is also subjective, right? Um, Cause somebody's, right. somebody's interpretation of being bullied is another's interpretation of, I just simply made a comment. Um, so uh, just realize that when you argue with somebody you're opening yourself up for a huge discussion that you may not want. And the best, the best thing to do is just to simply, you know, walk away and, and leave the conversation. Um, do you need me to say any more? Do you want to add anything else to that? No, I, I would, I mean, I think we want to just make sure everybody understands that we don't delete comments. Correct. Uh, we have, we have from time to time hidden some comments. Right. Uh, from you, but we, we can't delete them uh, unless it's a very, very extreme case uh, because, uh, and I want people to know that is a, our social media is a public record. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're posting the public business online. So you are, uh, when you comment, you are uh, adding to the public record uh, and it will be, our, it's archived daily, I think, or weekly. Yep. Uh, we archive our posts. Uh, so that way if somebody says, hey, I think way back in, 2020 you guys posted about this uh, we can find it and we can find the comments and we can because it's all public record I, want, I just want people to be aware of that as you're making these comments and you know getting in an altercation or you know a verbal 
uh, opposing war with somebody else. And it's not really adding anything. It is going in the public record. So uh, we, we can't delete that. We can't edit it. We can't modify it. Um, you know, so just, again, like you said, just be mindful as you're uh, hitting that keyboard. Yeah. And it's, you know, and there we do have a profanity filter set on our page um, because I, I got to be honest, I don't I don't want to see a bunch of F-bombs on the page. That's not Correct. the first thing I want visitors to see when they start searching Fairborn. Um, so I have our profanity filter set uh, a little high. So if, if you say that, your comment might be hidden. Um, so if you're like, I said this, my comment must have been deleted. Um, maybe not, but it might just have hit the profanity filter and it might not be seen. Um, so just, you know, realize that. And um, again, be respectful and uh, realize that what you are saying is being said within a public forum that everybody can see. Our page is not private. It is public as public as public can be. And what you are saying can be read and seen by just about anybody you want. Yes. So be aware of that as you, as you again hit that keyboard. But and you know we're it's, it's just a, a friendly reminder. We you know we certainly appreciate people interacting on our page. We want to see comments. We want to hear your opinions. We want you to, to interact with us. Uh, and you know interacting with others maybe. Uh, if you do that in a very positive and respectful way, we love that too. But please don't use our page as a, you know, to go after someone else. Correct. Yeah, don't be mean. I mean, snarky. Right. Snarky's okay sometimes. Right? I mean, we've, we've been, I should say, we've been known to be a little snarky. Yeah. Uh, there are times where we get a little snark, but uh, we certainly don't do it in a demeaning way. I don't try to be mean. No. We just try to do it to poke fun at the situation. Never try to poke fun at anyone in particular, but uh, we have been a little cheeky at times with some of our comments. Cheeky. I've been known to be a little cheeky in my day. Yes, cheeky. Yes. <laughs> I do enjoy the word cheeky. Yeah. And I will say, we, we there are times we do lean into some of the things that people say about, at least me in particular. So uh, I there have been some things said about me or shared on some other pages that I've taken and uh, done some interesting things with on some other things. So, you know, that's, it's a, I don't want to say I enjoy it, but I certainly try to take it and, and uh, own it. If somebody does something funny though, I, I, I laugh. It's funny. Right. But I believe I have my Halloween costume established <laughs> for this year uh, coming up. So I just need to find the right parts to it. Oh my goodness. Yes. That'll be, yeah. So if uh, if you're still listening, be prepared for Halloween. Um, yeah, that could be could be could the be a lot uh, of fun. could be a, yeah could be lots of fun. So so yeah. So I mean, we we want you to still comment. We this isn't you know kind of a. We're, I'm not threatening you. I'm not saying any of that kind of stuff. This is just more of a. Um, be nice, please. Just be nice. Um, and yeah. But please continue to comment. Please be silly. Please send the the goofy memes and, um, you know, gifs and or gifs, whichever 
side you're on. I am team GIF. Team GIF. GIF. We're not going to entertain GIF here. We're not. No. I'm, had, I'm putting my foot down. I did have GIF peanut GIF. butter today. That was good. Um, so anyway, that's a, so that's that's our uh, our pitch for our social media meltdown. It's more of a social media etiquette plea of um, just be mindful. Be mindful of the influence that you have online and and use it for good, not not negativity. And be cheeky every once well, in a while. You can be cheeky. Yeah, we, we appreciate cheeky. <laughs> I think that does it for the, uh, the we'll see how this episode, it, it's, again, it's weird not seeing your face as we're doing this. I know. Uh, doing it over the phone is a little bit weird. So uh, if, this, if this episode is a little disjointed, it's my fault uh, for being out of town and trying to do this over the phone. But the show must go on and we must... Uh, Make sure our public has the information that they need. That's right. Uh, to dispel any rumors that come up. So the record was button was hit, it. though. So we are, <laughs> we at least, Correct. we at least did that one right this time. <laughs> we didn't have to do take three of uh, episode nine. No, no, not at all. Good. All right, that's all I have, Megan. You got anything else? Nope, we are good. Okay. Uh, we will. Uh, have a special guest maybe at our next episode mm, let's hope this was uh, we part of the reason we did it this way is to test our ability to have somebody uh, call in or uh, be a part of it without uh, being in the studio uh, so we have that ability to do that want to make sure we can do that and so uh, we may now have the ability to, to have guests and we may have one as soon as next episode so uh, we are uh, certainly we'll put that out on the interwebs when that uh, is confirmed and we get that recorded and uh, it should be a good episode. Yeah, be ready for that, folks. Be ready. I know I will be. (laughs) All right, Megan, if uh, you have nothing else, this has been Rumor Has It and Megan Mouse, you're around town. All right, sounds good.